Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Ted, Q, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end a one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the fat five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates sweep their minds a little bit. For sports medicine, sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What up, though? What's up out there, War Room family? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. You know that. I'm the boy, Dev Mack, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brother. We got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. Be Austin to be with us shortly. Uh, look, man, this week in sports has been full of imaginary players, um, and we're going to talk our issue about all of them. So sit back, relax, get comfy, and bust it up again with your guys in the greatest man cave in the history of sports. You can get in on the conversation. You know this if you listen every week. If you don't, man, I don't know where you've been, but you can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Botherhood chat room. That's at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you could join us on Facebook. You could join us on Twitter. That's all at war room sports, uh, Instagram, same thing. Um, we'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the digital extreme tech hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. What up, bro? Yo, here comes the Mew variant. <laughs> I, I got to say that like I'm from Baltimore. The Mew variant. Yo, WTF, man. Like the whole Greek yeah. alphabet is here to kill us. Delta, <laughs> Lambda, Mew. We ain't seen any parts of the Lambda yet, but they talking about they found the Mew variant down in, in Colombia somewhere. Like, I rep the Thetas, man. Forget all this other stuff. Um, What up with that, man? Yo, I mean, I told you earlier, dog, we living in a movie. It, it seemed like ever since we're like living in them, in them last days. we've been in a movie. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's, a, it's a movie. I was talking about that with somebody earlier, man. I'm like, yeah, I think we might make it out of our lifetime, but after that, all bets are off, man. This might be the, the last days, man. Um, New York City's flooded. Philadelphia's flooded. Uh New Orleans has seen another devastating um, hurricane near underwater. It's, it's just too much going on right now, man. You got, you know, this virus mutating every six days, trying to kill us, trying to keep us in the house. Yo, life, life is trash right now. Life is drizzy. <laughs> yeah. All right, but before we get started, man, y'all know what it is. We just got to remind you guys that whether you're live with us or not, Anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can either do that on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms because we're all on each and every one of them. So there's never an excuse to miss an episode of The War Room, the Tissue and the Tape Hip Hop Show with Phil Maddock and Davis Backwards. Uh, after further review with the mayor of Broad Street Line with Roy and Chris, uh, on on the couch with the Wilsons, John Appetit with the Burtons, man, there is no excuse to miss any of your favorite podcasts on the WRSPN. So uh, check it out. 
All right, man. Let's get right into these hot topics, Jimmy. We're going we're going we we we're going to go do this, get this in cuz I know y'all know, you know, me and Jimmy got we got big brother later on tonight. That's just as important. Man, you as never lie. So um <laughs> the cookout is running things and if you know, you know, but um we're going to get this get this in. All right, so Hot Topics are brought to you by MyBookie. War Room family, you know what time it is. It's time for you to make some money sports betting at MyBookie. If you still haven't checked out MyBookie, then it's time to place a bet. As a matter of fact, I'm hearing that one of the, the, the top futures bets right now is the New York Giants to win the NFC East. So if you want in on that action, here is your chance. Lay down some bread on all the biggest games, all the futures bets, all the prop bets in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your money. You get it fast. You don't get hassled. And they even have live in-game betting so you can place wages after the game starts. So join now. My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer, visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, man. Biggest news in the week, um, at least on the basketball front, man, the NBA, um, there are reports that, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, Ben Simmons officially told Sixers Brass in a meeting that he wants out. He no longer wants to be a Philadelphia 76er. Um, all throughout the week, people speculated, you know, and Ben wanting to go to one of the three, not one of the four, um, California teams. Um, a report came out yesterday that said that that's not exactly true, and Ben Simmons is so hell-bent on getting out of Philly that he's willing to play for any of the other 29 teams as long as they are not the Philadelphia 76ers. Jim, what's up with your man? First of all, why he's so soft? Second of all, is this, you know, Philly fans and media being extra tough guys again, running another one out of town? I mean, it's probably all of those things, but I think that he's soft, Duke. Like, if you if you decide that they, because they're booing you and upset with you that you can't come back and try to win them back over, then you, you, ain't, going, you ain't meant to be here anyway because you're soft. And one thing I've been saying consistently is, this city does not like soft cats. Like we, we don't even care if you ain't that good. Just you can't be soft like that. And for you to like get, like, yo, getting booed out of town is some sucker ish. So like I like lost respect for him. Like this whole time I didn't like um care which way it went. I kind of figured he was done here. But to come out, I don't want to. I play anywhere but there. Like you, you a coward, b. I, I I will always fall on that side of things. But at the same time, in our journeys throughout you know these past 11 years i've learned some other stuff you know about these athletes that we talk to throughout the years like these dudes mm-hmm. are human too um I, I you know i would definitely that would be the first thing i say like oh man you saw if you letting these dudes you letting these people do this but there's also something to be said about the social media era, era because you know we make it we kind of simplify it like oh you, you let them boo you out of town but it's it's way more than booing these days. Um, and because you can see every thought of every fan and, you know, a lot of these guys, because of their brand, they don't ever get off of social media because they use it to their benefit as well as their detriment. I understand players catching feelings because, you know, 
I flipped it. Like thinking about this whole thing, I'm flipping. I'm like, okay, what if I had a job? I go into this job, and like people just saying the foulest stuff about me. It's getting to a personal level. Most a lot of the stuff being said goes outside of what we're even here to do. And then the organization and a couple of my coworkers kind of don't have my back on it. They throw me under the bus a little bit. And you just know it's just going to be a toxic relationship throughout the rest of the job. I'm not really sure if I would want, you know, I, if I had the choice, man, I would but we probably do, but leave we do. too. We talk about this man up and play ball. I know. Like, I, I understand play. that. But, I, but I, like for me, I'm in the middle because I, I've come to the realization that we hold athletes to a weird standard. Like, because I used to, now, now this is me personally, I used to say, well, hey, athletes, you're a celebrity. This is what you signed up for. But nobody really signs up for that. They just doing what they love to do. This kind of stuff comes with it. And I don't think anybody goes into this thinking, you know, at some point I'm going to be on the wrong side of a lot of people that because they're brave, because they're sitting behind computers, think they can say and do anything they want to me. It, it used to, we only used to have this problem at the game. People used to think that that ticket purchase, you know, purchased them a lot of rights to do and say things that they wouldn't do outside of that arena and in anybody's face. Now, with, with social media, I can see how this pressure is a little bit different. And, and even Mike, MJ, who a lot of us, hold to like some crazy standard of mental toughness like he even sits back and looks at what happens these days and like I don't know if I could play in the social media era so so I I, I understand in in that regard and I do man, think listen, man. fans of, you, you know take things you shooting a the ball you shooting the ball a little bit of bell because that's your man he's a, he's a no 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 it don't have nothing to do with being being nobody's man like because I'm I'm already to the point just like Carson Wentz. Like, I like Carson Wentz, too. But as soon as they ask out, F them. Like, they, if they not with us no more, then they not with us. I'm just my thing is this, yo, understanding. That's all I'm doing. My thing is this. When Ben is in the streets, ain't nobody giving him that energy. He's still taking pics with him and all that. Like, that's all That's all online stuff, which ain't even – Your online you stuff. You think everybody real, doing that? I mean, everybody – the thing is, negativity is always louder than positivity. So, I mean, the people so taking I, pictures with him in the streets are probably the people that's, that's not, you know, exactly, doing and saying that kind of stuff. Online ain't real. They keep and that if, same energy. And if those people aren't keeping the same energy, then they suck us too. So we want to talk about how hard no, we I are agree. in the city. I that's agree. some fucking shit. But what I'm, what I'm <laughs> saying is that online, online is online. That, oh, shit, that happened online ain't even real, man. That ain't real. You still like if you live in there, you you gotta hear that on the radio every time you turn it on. You gotta you know you gotta see it from fans. He's gonna hear it if he if he happens to come back. It's gonna be crazy. And like I said, booing But when people start saying that, and the reason I have a little bit of understanding for this is because like for me it's different. For me it's not like I'm, I'm I don't think I would be the guy like I, I don't I don't want to come back I don't want to be here I think I'm going to end up getting kicked out of the league because I'm going to be Steven Jackson and Ron Artesson people and they're going to ruin my life and my career because you know I mean certain stuff like you can say what you want people say enough stuff and people get disrespectful enough it's going to get to you so other so people have different ways of handling stuff if you just want to ask out and you're going to be – I fall on the same side. That's a little soft to me. That's a little soft to me. 
<laughs> but in the other Man, hand, it's it might be. But, it and, might and be, there's also other ways to handle it. Might too. be more productive when, when, than you know somebody with an attitude like one of us, and you know might not take that for too much longer. It might and, end up and, and the it's the way it all, it all way it all played out. Like yo, dude, like you 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 stunk it up. You played like a coward. Like you're so you're showing cowardness in in multiple ways at this point, in my opinion. So it's like. If if you want to get out, let it get out. But I'll play for any other team. I just can't be here. Like, yo, you you you, yo, you soft, dude. I don't even want to call you a girl because that's disrespecting a girl. Because you're not a girl. You you just you just you you just something else, man. Like I, I just don't bang with boy after this. And the thing is, honestly, when it first See, but started, that's the thing, I there like, was a lot of people went. talking about him, talking about his character, talking, being, getting personal with him, like you are right now, before he even asked out. So he was already that. This is just worse. This just makes it worse. You know what I'm saying? That he's to asking me, this, out. This, now all the people who were giving him vitriol already, they going in even harder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, like, me, you know, I didn't care. Right, like, I, I, didn't really, I didn't really slander him with a hell. No, I'm not speaking of yeah. I'm just talking about people who were in that lane before. It's even worse now. I mean, they wanted them gone, yeah. so they're happy that it's mutual at this point. But it's like, and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm, so you, you think I'm speaking from a place of defense. I'm speaking from a place of experience. This is what we do. This is what we've done on air, live, for almost 11 years now. Like, I've called people all types of names. I'm going to keep calling people all types of names. But then when you just sit back and think about it, I'm like, okay, I can understand how that can get to a human being. I can understand that. Don't mean I'm going to stop. It doesn't mean I don't think he's soft. But... Yeah, but my thing is, when you're in the NBA, when you're at, at that level, I'm just giving perspective. when you're at that level, especially in today's, it don't even matter what, yo, people are going to do that regardless. Yo, even if he was averaging 30 and 20, people are going to, like, this is the world we live in. Like, yeah, I mean, that's why Kevin with. Durant is always out there fighting people on social media all the time. And he averaged yeah, 30. Yeah, and he, and he <laughs> yo, but the, and, and the thing is, the same people that trash talk him are the same people that call him the best player in the world. This is just the world we live in. When people want to talk about you, they're going to talk about you. So it's like you got to understand that and just like, yo, just put that to the side and deal with it. Like it's part of the job at this point. Now, I know you're saying no one signs up for it, but that's that easy. is part of the that's job at this point. That's easy to say, though, Jim. That's easy to say. I mean, we've taken, you know, our fair share of criticism and just blatant disrespect throughout the years. But Absolutely. I, 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 but it, but it doesn't touch. Not at that level, level, and I get your point, of, but you had 100 million reasons. Culture. You got 100 million reasons to ignore it. Uh, yeah. If if that's all that drives you, yeah. But like I said, I would be the dude losing a hundred million because I'm putting my hands on somebody. <laughs> so it's, so it's, it's different. Like, like imagine, imagine the like because, because at the, the same time, time, like if this was me, Jim, and y'all were talking about me, and if I, I was an athlete, y'all would have told me, man, he had a hundred million dollars to ignore that stuff. <laughs> like he, instead of asking, you know, or he he risked a hundred million, he could have just you know brodied his way out of town like everybody else do. I, I, I'd Man, probably listen, lose it. I, I could imagine Lebr- LeBron clapped back. LeBron told y'all to go back to y'all miserable lives because he 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 know what it is. But it like this is they, he gonna get tore up no matter where he goes to anyway. This is this is twenty twenty one. You think you gonna go unless you go to one of these little flyover towns and then they don't LeBron care. They don't, LeBron have don't generally get that from the cities that he's sacrificing it for though. Man, and he gets it I mean, everywhere. Like, gets, and this is another thing we do. He should have, first of all, he should have said more about it when it happened. You got so quiet, you know what I'm saying? People are already going to read in the stuff. We are already going to speculate and make our own, you know, we're going to make our own mind up about who you are, what you are, and how you handle stuff. To, to, to most of these people out here, 
it makes us think, all right, you don't care. You ain't say nothing about it all this time. Um, maybe the criticism would have been different if you would have said some 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 fly stuff. Like, yo, I understand. I did this. I'm going to work hard. I mean, he, he gave you the work harder speech, but he still, like, and, and this is something that I think a lot of people think about, dude, um, and I'm in agreement sometimes. He doesn't really take accountability, at least the, the way we think he should. But But that's another thing. You know, we're always telling these cats how to think, how to talk, how to do this. Um, but he does, he never really seems to take accountability and then gets quiet, listens to all the rumbling, and then all of a sudden, now, you know, you want out. Maybe if the reports were true that the, the organization couldn't get in touch with you, they came to this conclusion a long time ago. So I really hope you're not asking out now because they've been shopping you the whole offseason. If you don't talk to them, they can come to the conclusion that you want out and they're not ready, you know what I'm saying, to, to sit back while you don't come to camp and they're getting nothing for their money rather than going out there and try to get something in return. Like all of these things play a part and we don't really know because boy don't really say anything. <laughs> Yo, man, I, I put it like this. I've been defending you for years at this point because I think that he does have talent. And even as I'm calling him, as I'm calling him a skirt, I still, I still will say that he's still one of the most talented players. Because oh, you know he's going to go somewhere else in ball, though. He's going to finally start he shooting is. that jump shot we see in the in the YouTube videos. Yo, uh, he's, he's been deal. so hesitant with that. I don't even know if he will, unless he goes to one of these flyover cities we don't care about, so we won't see it anyway. But, like, yo, I, I've been defending, dude, but this move right here, I can't defend this, yo. <laughs> I'll go anywhere but play here. Like, because my thing is, yo, they were ready to boo Joe. Joe said Joe. He was ready to boo JoJo out of town a couple of years ago. But what did he do? He came back and had a couple MVP seasons. And now, Cats will fight you for him. That's all I we want is effort, yo. All they want is but, effort. The whole city wants effort, yo. If you give effort, that's all. Yo, they don't even ask. Like, again, this city, if you give this city effort, this city will go to bat for you. The same way they talk about you, they will fight for you and make excuses for you. It's just about effort. So he's not a fit anyway. Who is though? <laughs> it's like, like a select few. Allen Iverson. It's a, a, it's a select few. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a, it's a select few with the given criteria that I'm always you know hearing from my brethren in my city. There's not a lot of people that's that's fit for that if that's the criteria. Yeah, I mean, but this is yeah. why this is why Bubba Chuck was the legend he is because he had the talent. Yeah, and, but, and, and we always bring that up though. But year ten, they ran his ass out of town too. Everybody, it's time. We ain't doing nothing. We we blah blah blah. It's it's all great in hindsight. They love you. I mean, you no, mean, listen, it wasn't. You come back and kiss the point, floor, and you stay, you know, stay loyal to the to the organization even after they booted you, but. We always make it sound nice. They ran Barkley up out of here. They ran AI up out of here. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, here's a couple things. At that point in their career, Barkley and AI, we were going nowhere. Like the city was going nowhere. It was wasting their time at that point. Which is why, if you look at Barkley, he had a, what an MVP season right away when he got out of here. Like he was going nowhere. To quote Charles Barkley, I asked him to get me Shaq, and they got me Charles Shackleford. Like they, they just they were going perpetually nowhere. So I mean, it, it was. It Which was is time. a lot of times. I mean, a lot of a lot of times, that's some of the problem. Like, 
you, we, we're mad at the players, but the organizations get the slide a lot of times. I mean, they get their criticism, but, you know, they're not going to I mean, that may be true, but player, I don't think that's you know the case I mean? with Ben. Like, no, no, no. The championship I, 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 I is there for the Sixers to win. I don't necessarily think that's like, the, the case with Ben. I mean, at the same time, I, when we go back to this Atlanta series, Ben Simmons didn't lose that series by himself. No, he but didn't, but I can the make the argument he, he cost them so a championship timid, this Huh? I said, no, he didn't, but I can't make the argument he lost the Sixers a championship this year because when the Nets go out, the championship was there for the Sixers to win. You can't tell me they couldn't beat Milwaukee or Phoenix. And with that being well, said, like, I, I he does a couple of things. I thought they were going to have trouble with Milwaukee either way, but I think they could have beat Phoenix if they got So my Milwaukee. thing is I can make the argument he lost them a championship. But with that being said, though, I mean, good riddance to him. I know, but have they didn't fun. even have get to that round to to prove that. And he wasn't—he was the only one to play like a bi, but he wasn't the only one that played terribly. <laughs> He's not the only That's one that saying. played like terribly. We, but 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 here's the thing—you're the second best player on that team. You ain't play like the second best player on that team. You got you you didn't fulfill what you were supposed to do. We can't blame Joe. Joe has some issues too. Joe has some issues too. But at the end of the day, he showed up and he showed out. Like other boy didn't, man. So good luck to you in Portland. Have fun. You think he gonna make it to Portland? From them, I'm sending him. I'm sending him somewhere. I'm sending somewhere to. Okay. I think it's weird. Dame Dollar is like liking tweets that have like pictures of him and Ben Simmons together. Like you know the fake picture where they put like uh, the Portland jersey on Ben Simmons and he's standing next to Dame Lillard. Some fan right, tweeted so like more. So CJ McCollum probably. Like, why, why are you retweeting that? Like, yeah, like, damn, Dame, I thought we was, you know what I mean? I thought we was cool. CJ probably a little salty about that. Because, I mean, yeah, it, it yeah. Has, if it ain't Dame, it has to be CJ. So. And that's another thing. He was like, I ain't tweeted. I just retweeted it. Like, come on, dog. We know what that means. <laughs> All right, so, and then how much of this is his agent? It seems like he kind of controls Bull, you know, because Ben Simmons being such a LeBron stand is all in on, on the whole clutch model. Um, so we've heard reports now that Rich Paul wants both of his clients out of Philly. He wants Tyrese Maxey gone too. So he's telling the Sixers to include Tyrese Maxey in any Ben Simmons deal that they can come up with. Um, Tyrese Maxey, it's gone as far as even Tyrese Maxey having some, uh, some things going on in the community some you know some community stuff that he's about to do and rich paul pretty much told you know those those whatever he was doing he told those people to cancel that stuff because he doesn't want tyrese maxey to grow roots in philly if he might be gone what do you think about that i think ben a cat i think his agent a cat Rich Paul out of pocket, man. Rich Paul is rolling in the deep. Don't even ask how. But yo, um, <laughs> Rich Rich Paul's out of pocket, man. Like, like yo, <laughs> I think it's funny. I heard some rumors, some reports that it's not true. Uh, funny thing is, Joe, uh, Joe tweeted something yesterday that got me looking at everybody sideways. He was like, "Man, if you only know the amount of stuff these uh, media cats just make up," is, I mean, I kind of already knew that, but oh, for yeah, him, like, confirming it, it just. Yeah, it's like I don't know what's real. Like, I don't know what's real, what's fake at this point. But at the same time, um, that's just wild to say. That's wild to say. Like, and if I'm him, I'm like, yo, I'm saying if you're getting rid of Ben, that's more that's more burn for me. I can come into my own. 
depending upon who you get back, of course. I think the Sixers, first of all, if you know, because we've seen with the whole Ben Simmons thing, they obviously don't want to trade him for for nothing. I say they call his bluff. Because like I said, we, first of all, we don't even know if this meeting really took place. We don't know if he really said, I'm not going to show up for training camp. So, you know, let us watch the spectacle and start camp without a trade. See if he show up or not. Um, the the whole thing with Maxi though, um, I heard an update saying that Maxi actually wants to stay with the Sixers, though. So even if Rich Paul really said and really did this stuff, it sounds like Tyrese Maxey is speaking up for himself, and he's not one of those players that just lets his agent run every facet of his career, and he's just like, all right, you do what you do, and I'll show up. Um, I mean, he knows if Ben Simmons get dealt, that's more opportunity for him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's exactly. going to be the starting point guard right away, but if they don't get a, a, a point guard in return for Ben Simmons, if, if Ben Simmons ain't getting traded for Dame Lillard, if Ben Simmons ain't getting traded for, you know, cats like that, Tyrese Maxey has a, a great opportunity here to become the starting point guard in Philadelphia. So, you know, I'm hoping this was a situation where he was like, yo, pump your brakes. Rich Paul, you work for me. <laughs> like, it's not the other way around. And when an agent says stuff like that, Tim, it makes it seem like it's the other way around. Oh, I don't want any of my clients there. We, we want both of them moved. Yeah. Oh, who do you work for? Like it's, And Rich Paul may have gotten to that status in the league where, you know what I mean, I sign dudes that work for me. <laughs> I don't work yeah, for them. I a new David Falk. I hope both of those rumors are true. I hope he really said that, and I hope Tyrese Maxey really pumped the brakes on him. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, calm down, homie. Um, Jason Dumas, uh, I forgot who he works for, but he tweeted, um, he said Tyrese Maxey is excited about this upcoming year with the Sixers, as is Rich Paul and the 76ers. I don't get that. Paul does not want Tyrese out of Philly. However, the Ben Simmons situation is totally separate. Um, and that's so does he not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because one shouldn't I, – I think that's when you're getting into shaky grounds as an agent when you're trying to lump all of your clients together. Mm-hmm. All, every, every client situation should be separate. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't become a situation where, oh, because of Ben Simmons getting booed and cursed out and playing like a cat – I want him out of town. Now I hate the Sixers. I'm not going to send any of my clients to the Sixers. I'm going to try to steer them away from my clients in the draft. I don't like that's That's silly. You do what's best for your client. You know what I'm saying? And this might, you know, this might also, this goes back to that Nerland Noel situation. Um, people say he may have disdain for the Sixers because the Sixers are the ones who let Nerland Noel know that, dog, we were trying to contact you but your agent would not return our phone calls. So he probably already mad at the Sixers for snitching on him. <laughs> so yeah. it, it just looks messy if that's the situation. But I hope, you know, he and Maxie put all the rest of that to the side and, and he's listening to his client. If his client is excited, then you, you need to dead that noise, homie. Um, all right, so, man, we'll, we'll see how this saga plays out. But the quote of the week from this same situation, uh, Joel Embiid, um, he tweeted, stop using my name to push people's agenda. I love and hate drama. I love playing with Ben. Stats don't lie. He's an amazing player, and we all didn't get the job done. It's on me personally. I hope everyone is back because we know we're good enough to win. 
Now, we kind of see the damage control in this statement, but do you think it's too little, too late for that? At this point, like, you kind of threw him under the bus when you were asked this this same line of questioning the first time. Like, you kind of could have said that the first time. I understand he was upset, so probably more of the truth came out. But it's like he waits till then till we get word that he quote unquote officially wants to be out of town to start saying this stuff. Do you think he's you know? What do you think about the, this this tweet? I mean, that's the thing. This is what happens when you talk when you're angry, right? Because that whole thing of uh, what he said, what he said, he was definitely angry then, and now he's mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like it's like a little little too little too, little too late, like. You know, when he really needed your help, you could FOH. You and Doc Rivers. Like, you and right. Yo, Doc Rivers, too. Like, can you win a championship with uh, him? I don't, point guard. I don't know about that. I don't, most of it, I don't know. He's garbage. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, it's now that you had time to think about. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But that also is, like, why the media does what they do. They ask you right in the moment because they know you're going to say something crazy. And y'all did. So, I mean, you know, but, again, Ben gotta have tougher skin than this dog. Like he got to. He's light skin though. You you know better. True. <laughs> All right, let, let Skyview is is speaking um, in the chat room. You know he's a Sixers fan. He said, "Foh Ben Simmons, I never I never liked your pretty ass anyway." Off the OKC. Then he said, "Maxi has it." Capital I T. Then he said, "Foh Rich Paul too." He said, "Maxi can be AI one hundred and two." That was witchy. Cutty, 102. So you said that. Uh, AI? Nah, Maxi can't be that. <laughs> I I think the, I, I really think the farther away we get from AI, people, and even in this case, some Sixers fans might forget like what he actually did on 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 the basketball court. Man, Bull was amazing. Man, <laughs> he wasn't the most you know, fundamentally skilled player, did a lot of unorthodox stuff, but dude was different, man. And I, you know, every time a little dude goes out and scores, like we talking that AI stuff, it's not the same, man. It's not, it's not the same at all. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know, Joe. I don't know if that's going to work. Um, I mean, reach out to him personally. I don't know what their relationship is or if he's answering <laughs> Joel's calls because um, Ben was a little cat with that earlier in the, in the year, if that earlier in the off season, if that was true, if he wasn't answering calls from people. Um, but do you remember, Jim, Tyrese Maxey was one of the people that like, I don't know what they talking about. He answered my calls. And then in his latest yeah. video, we saw him balling with Tyrese Maxey. But then if you forgot, or if you didn't know, then you then we find out that Tyrese Maxey is with Clutch. So I don't think Ben is allowed to not speak to people from Clutch. I don't think. I don't yeah, think he Rich said Paul, not allowed. Yeah, I don't think Rich Paul allows that. Like we're a family, and you know, at some point, if it's feasible, y'all play well enough, I'll get you all to the Lakers for LeBron's last championship run. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll see how that goes, man. Um, man. Another episode of one of me, me and Jimmy's favorite new 
documentary series came out this week, um, the Untold series on Netflix. Uh, the latest episode was called Crime and Penalties, and it was about a minor league hockey team in Danbury, Connecticut. The caveat was this minor league hockey team was run by a mobster and his teenage son. How'd you like this episode? Yo, they did it again, yo. They got me like <laughs> caring about like some random minor league squad like in Buffalo. Like, yo, somewhere out. Yo, I'm like, why do I care about this? Shout out to the Trashers, though. But Danbury, Connecticut. Um, yo, why was their name the Trashers? Yeah, Connecticut. Yeah. You know, that was man, hot. Like, Cause I just like, I know I know a lot of y'all out there, um, Soprano fans. Like this mobster was in the same thing. He was, you know, his front was the the trash business. So he bought a minor league yo. hockey team. Not even a new John expansion team. Bought it to Danbury, Connecticut. Called it the Trashers, and made his 17-year-old son the president and and GM of the team. And for real, for real, young boy didn't do a bad job. I mean, I know you got yeah, that that's money the crazy and that part. muscle on that's your side. <laughs> Yo, he had them dudes balling. Um, that's the crazy part. Yeah. I, and he was a high-ranking mobster, too. It wasn't like he was a peon. Like, this dude was, like, really up there in the family. Like, right, right. You know, out of control. Because when got they finally ESPN, got to like, him, they got to the head of the, the, the family. They got to the, yeah. you know. <laughs> the boss. Yo, so, that, that was a crazy story, man. Crazy story. Yeah, um, yeah. Interesting story. You know what I mean? Shout out to the Nigerian boy out there laying hands on folks. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to give this away, but, like, but the Untold series, like, all together, like, they just do an amazing job. I didn't see whether, what was coming up next week. Did you? I, I did not. Um, but you know what? The, you know, as soon as I saw what this one was about, I, I, I knew immediately why you and I definitely were going to like it because you basically putting together two of our favorite genres of entertainment. Sports yeah, and mob. Sports and, and like, like, come on, sports and Sopranos, sports and Goodfellas, sports and you know what I'm saying? Like, you putting gangsterdom <laughs> and athletics together. Like, come on, I, it's not too many. That's, I mean, it's a million combinations a, you can make, but it's not too many that's going to be better than that. So, yeah, that's um, a winning recipe, yo. Yeah. So shout out to Untold. Shout out to Netflix. I'm gonna need y'all to cut the check because we're giving y'all some real nice publicity every week. Um. But, you know, it's still us. Y'all make a trash app. We're going to say it's a trash app. So keep doing the good work Yo, the if you next, want this free pub. The next episode, <laughs> the next episode is about uh, Marty Fish uh, was a tennis player. So I'm not familiar with his story, so I'm just going to wait and see. That's another thing, too. You know, I think a lot of these stories that they're putting out are stories people aren't familiar with. So when you're not familiar with the story, it's easier to – I mean, some stuff, you know, for me, OJ, Biggie, Pop, it don't matter how much information I have or how many times people do the same story. I'm interested in that kind of stuff. But when you can tell me about something that was crazy and I don't even really know the details of it, and in this case, I hadn't even heard of it, at least like with the boxer chick. You know, I heard of her. I knew who she was. I didn't know her story was that crazy. Um I think so far the only one that, you know, I really – I can't even say I had all the details on um, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. So yeah. it's, it's, this, is, this is giving, giving great insight on 
stories that I didn't really, that I wasn't really familiar with, man. So I think that's why it's hitting mm-hmm. so hard from the door. All right, so, uh, yeah, again, shout out to them. Um, the biggest story this week in NFL, Cam Newton has been released by the New England Patriots and Alabama's Mac Jones will be the Patriots' starting quarterback week one. I think last week when we discussed Cam, you know, I was saying something like, all right, Cam's going to start the season, but this isn't his job. It's not even Cam's job to lose. I think win, lose, or draw in the first few games of the season, I think they were going to have Mac Jones out there by game four, five, six. Mac Jones is now out there. Game one, Cam has been released. Like, how does this bowl, Jim? This is a former MVP of the league, and and this type of stuff is happening to him. Like, what's your thoughts on this? Like, damn, Cam. Man, Man, Matt Jones, (laughs) Matt Jones. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, man, because I don't know where Cam goes from here. Um, And I know that. Coach Belichick said that um, his decision not to get the vax had nothing to do with it, but that was some speculation. Um, yeah. We we all knew this would happen. It was just a matter of when, not if. You know what I'm saying? Like, But, again, you could blame it on that because Cam being in their protocol gave the young man an opportunity to get more snaps. And when you got more snaps, you got a better look at him. And, I mean, it's just, it's just rather unfortunate. But I don't think he was a right. great fit anyway. Yeah, not necessarily for what they're doing. I mean, the Patriots aren't even used to having quarterbacks that are mobile like Cam that's going to pull it down as quick as he is and do something with his feet rather than his arm. So I really, you know, we, I mean, we, I think we kind of spoke on that from the door, even when he went there last season. We didn't see this as a marriage that was going to last too long. But I also didn't think, you know, Belichick and them, were ready to throw their rookie in there. So that, like, tells you something like, damn, is Cam that bad <laughs> that, you know, you're going to push up this schedule because he's there? He's just going to say F it and let the young boy go in there? Um, and at the same time, like you said, Jim, the people were speculating that Cam not being vaccinated and being in the protocol for, like, the second time may have had something to do with it, and not just in this situation, but a lot of NFL cuts – a lot of the way that the 53 is shaping up for a lot of teams, we've heard those rumblings. Like, you know, like we really think some people are being let go because they're not vaccinated. Of course, if you're that much of a difference maker, nobody's going to do that. But a lot of people think some of these bubble guys are getting cut because of their refusal, you know, to, to, to vaccinate. Um, yeah. It's, 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 it's an interesting prospect. But like I said, at the same time, if you're really a difference maker on that team, I don't really think that that's going to be an issue, even if they, behind closed doors, try to push you to get vaccinated and do something you might not want to do. You're not cutting superstars or people who are still playing, because Cam is still a – Cam is a superstar. He just doesn't play like one anymore. So (laughs) if you're still producing like a superstar, they're not cutting you because you didn't – like – your man's been in the protocol twice as well, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson not getting cut because he's back in the protocol. Now, Lamar Jackson keeps going down this path. He might be where Cam is in five or six years. Hopefully not, but right now you're not cutting a, a Lamar Jackson because he's in the protocol for the second time 
and he won't get vaccinated. All right, so yeah. so where do you do you think Cam will land anywhere? See, my thing with my, my my problem, not even problem, my concern with this whole thing is Cam's profile being so big. It's it's difficult for me to see Cam out there as a backup quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, do you think he'll sign as a backup, or will he just hover around until some somebody gets injured and somebody needs a quarterback and he can step in? Like, where do you see Cam and his ego as far as that's concerned? I mean, at some point, you got to let the ego go, dog. Like, you, you are with, what, a whole other team at this point. So you got to let that go. Like, if you still depends upon which if you still want to play like it depends upon what kind of competitor he wants to be if he's still in it trying to like you know be a starter like I don't know I mean you could definitely be a quality backup for a team in this league I don't think so um I mean but there will be opportunities for him though I mean like Houston might be a spot for him but you know I I just don't know like where where Cam's <laughs> head is once once ball go to jail. Because <laughs> he ain't getting traded Because he's going to jail Yeah But um I don't know it's, Yeah So It's difficult for me to, to see that I'm not saying that That's Cam's attitude He might not be saying that But I just think That makes the quarterback room A little Uneasy Because At the same time When Cam knew You know That when they told him You know We drafted this guy First round You have to earn The starting spot Like did we think if Mac Jones beat him out, that Cam was just going to get cut. See, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking maybe not even from Cam, but just from organizations, that quarterback room might be a little uneasy when you got somebody with the stature of a Cam Newton in there being a backup at a time where he probably wasn't really ready to be a backup. At some point, a lot of these quarterbacks settle into that role, like I'm old, this is what it is. But Cam still seemingly has something to prove because of the way he left Carolina in the first place so I don't know it, it seems with Cam like that might be the thinking of these teams it's either starter or or bust starter or or you're out of here <laughs> and, and and that's another thing I, I don't know if he's the type of dude that you want with the clipboard trying to teach your young quarterback something so that, that might be yeah, another reason too. why it's either starter or bust because usually the backup especially when he's older he's the guy that's tutoring this guy like Matt gonna learn from Cam. Matt can't do the things that yeah. Cam can do. So, <laughs> and his, his instincts ain't even the same. So, yeah. we shall see with Cam. Man, good luck to him. Though. You know, I, I don't like. Nah, I want the boy to have a job somewhere. So I want Cam to be the next cat. Every time something happens, <laughs> Cam ain't got a job. <laughs> can't tell me Cam ain't better than Bull. So, yeah, that's gonna happen. Course it's gonna happen. All right, so our, our stat of the week, man. Um, this is baseball. This is about our Philadelphia Phillies. Bryce Harper, he lit up the month of August um, with a 3.37 batting average, a 4.55 on base percentage, a 7.76 slugging percentage, a 1.231 OPS, and 10 home runs. The Phillies are currently on a six-game winning streak a game and a half out of first place behind the Atlanta Braves. They are on their way down to Miami to see the Marlins. The Braves are in Colorado. So we're going to see how that plays out. 
But, Jim, they were comparing this month. They were saying this month was Bonzian. <laughs> it was Bonds-like. But the crazy part, when they were making the comparison, his month of August was like, I forgot what season it was, but it was like one of Bonds' whole season. So we rave and rant about a, a player these days putting up a month like this and saying he's the front runner for MVP when Bonds did this type of stuff for whole seasons. What's wrong with the big yeah. A bull out in San Francisco, man? Come on. Bonds, man, is going to be so many docs in the future, like untolds and 30 for 30s for Bonds. Yo, because when you look at some of the numbers that he put up in his heyday, like his, his, his top docco days, they are just, they, they're, they're, <laughs> I would call those, I would call those wilt-like. His right. like OBP was insane. Yo, my man had one year where he had like more on like uh, more. Um, what was it? He was on base more than he was at bat. Something crazy like that. Like how's that even possible? Like right. he got some ridiculous stats out there. Yo, he it was one ridiculous stat. I forgot. I was looking at it where um, I think I forgot what year it was, where my guy got walked more than anybody in the history of baseball. In fact, he had more like intentional walks, and my man got walked like twenty times with the bases loaded. Think, <laughs> that's, think that's, about that, yo. That's not respect. That's fear. Think like, about that. You you walk a dude to to you know to an empty base. That's respect. You walk a running because you don't want this boy to hit a grand salami. Like yeah, like that, that's man. the kind of like that. He had one year where it was like it was just so insane. His numbers were so insane. That I was like, yo, and because we lived through it, we knew it was crazy. But when, and looking back in <laughs> retrospect, it was like, yo, this dude was dominating on a whole other level. Yeah. And you know, yeah. winning at the highest level, it's kind of unfortunate the way they do him in, in in history because of you know something that you know. I mean, we all know what it was, but they really ain't proving what it was. But I mean, like, he gets done dirty, dog, because he's he's clearly. And the crazy part is, he probably was already the best player in the game before he started. Uh, right. You know, hitting seventy-three home runs, but in my life, there's no better baseball player than Barry Bonds. The universe will ever see. He has some lofty goals. Dog, and he did it. He did it. He did it. Like mission accomplished. I've never seen a player that good. Like me personally, he's the best baseball player I've ever seen. And speaking of MVPs and and crazy numbers, um, your man Shohei Otani, he's still over there going crazy. He just became, I believe, one. The latest of only 19 players, I believe. I could be wrong with that number, but I think the latest of 19 players in the history of MLB to hit 40 home runs and get 20 stolen bases in one season. Now, he's definitely only the third player to do that before the month of September. He already had he had 40-20 by the month of September. Jim, if he doesn't win the AL MVP, I think that's criminal. And he has a leg up on it because because he does all of that offensively and he out here striking cats out and winning games as a pitcher. So how can he not, like he might not be so great that he's like going to get the Cy Young or anything like that. But the fact that he's affecting, how many times do we say in sports, like, you know, especially like, like football, we talk about these people being the goats and they're usually quarterbacks, but they don't even, they only affect one side of the ball. Yo, this dude is out here pitching. <laughs> Yo, if you and don't win that out MVP, here all I'm with gonna say 40 is, home runs and 20 steals before September started, Jim. Come on, man. If oh. he don't win the MVP, they need to run a stop Asian hate campaign. <laughs> they, 
<laughs> they definitely do. Here's the question, though. The universally respected and universally revered best player in baseball is on that team. Like, if Boyle yeah, do this true. for the next year or so, can we still say Mike Trout is even the best player on his team? <laughs> I don't true. know. Good point. There might be some baseballers out there like, how God dare you? But Mike Trout, as good as he is, is not affecting the game on both sides like this. This dude go out and get you eight strikeouts <laughs> and then hit two home runs and steal a couple of bases. Come on, That's man. That's a good point. Shout out to David Justice. That's a good <laughs> What do you say? Dave played against farmers <laughs> and no black people. This boy doing it against the blacks, the Latinos, the whites, the other Asians. No, he's definitely a legend. Right. What I was, what I, it's funny because the, the the Little League World Series is going on, and like um, his squad was over there, and the kids were like going crazy for him. I was interested to see what the, you know, I heard what Stephen A. Smith said, so I was like, I wonder if there's any truth to that. Let me see. Kids didn't care. The kids didn't care. They had to talk to an interpreter. They still knew how dominant this boy was. He still was the starter. So. Um, He's a, he's an, he's amazing, yo. That's just Stephen A. talking out of turn, not knowing what he's talking about. Because probably the only sport he's really ver- halfway versed in is basketball. You see every NFL season how Bull goes on TV and, and embarrasses himself. <laughs> but yeah, my man, he's facing high, the network, so they throw him out there to talk about every single thing, whether he knows about it or not. Hey, shout hey, out listen, to him. Man, the to one thing even you, getting to that, he talk a lot of trash about. It. We say we talk a lot of trash about Stephen A, but I will give him his credit because my man used to have a, a janky little news column here in Philly, and he worked his way up. Like we saw the Hell work, yeah. so yeah. I'll give him credit for that. He 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 actually put his ten thousand hours in. You know, even he was he a good from, writer too. But you know, yeah, he got so, to the network and realized what he had to do. He's like, oh, I got to be loud and silly to get this bread. I already put in my work to to even be on this radar. Now it's time to to step it up. <laughs> yeah. Time to get loud and obnoxious. All right, so before we uh, talk about what happened this week, while y'all were on the Grizz Nae, we're gonna go to the phone lines. We got the homie Tobias calling in from Arizona, waiting for them tides to play. Rock. Those hurricanes. Roll down tide, and remember, fellas, welcome to the Roll Tide Invitational. Anybody heard from Fred Purdue? I saw you and Fred. I saw a little, you know, a little bit of trash talk on on hey, social media. I, you know, Fred finally had acknowledged me over here. Fred, I, mean, <laughs> I know Fred's listening. Let me tell Fred this: Alabama versus Miami, right? It's gonna be like Miami trying to play Alabama. You know, it's gonna be like watching the death on faces of fear. That's what it's looking like. You can't even feel sorry for Miami because you know what's going to happen to them. You already know. <laughs> Uh, Tobias, you probably better not lose uh, this game, dog. <laughs> you hey. probably not lose this game, man. Hey, ain't no way in hell they losing this game to Miami. But so first uh, of all, you know Fred is is petty, so he's not gonna let you slide on none of this. Fred, if, if Fred's still crying about Tom Brady being gone. Uh, you know, but here's yeah. here's the skinny on this. I hear all this talk about Alabama lost these first round receivers. Let me fill these guys on something. Long as Nick Saban on that sideline, Alabama's good. And the defense is going to be their best defense in five years. It's their it's best defense to D that lost to uh, 
Clemson, Deshaun Watson. That's their best. Keep an eye on two guys on that edge, Will Anderson and Christopher Allen. Keep an eye on those guys off that edge. Uh, linebacking core is probably good again. And Miami's quarterback towards ACL in the bowl game, which is January, and he's back now. Good luck. Uh, the question is, will they cover the score? Nick Saban feel sorry for him and pull the starters, and Miami get that back though cover. Shout out to betmybookie.com. But, uh, you know, that's just how it is. We just got to be honest about this, guys. Miami ain't got a chance in hell. Hey, let's, let's just, we got to be honest about this. Miami, Miami, got, Miami got the same chance of winning this game as Ben Simmons taking a jump shot. Uh, that's about the same as that. You know, but y'all talk these two things, right? Like Ben Simmons, right? If I'm feeling, if you can't get Dame Lillard, I'll call Sacramento and trade and get De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hill. And a pick out of them. You got a shooter. You got a point guard who's all solo point guard. They ain't giving What's up De'Aaron Fox. They're not giving up De'Aaron Fox. That's the thing. They ain't thought you want to go to Hollywood. They, 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 they said, well, I'm not going to say they, because, you know, we're dealing with sources now, and we never know how, how much sources are right. But sources say <laughs> that Sacramento said that De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton are off the table. So they can come up with well, a Buddy Heald package. They probably get Buddy Heald and uh, get the nah, ball back. Hey, he used to be in Philly. What's his name? Rashawn. Yeah. Rashawn Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> and some draft picks. Yeah, this, this, this is what I'll say then. Ben Simmons, you want to hold out? We keep docking your pay. Let's see if Rich Paul can fix that one. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to show up. But see, what Ben Simmons don't they, get is. They've addressed all of that. They said money not going to be an issue. They said he's not showing up. All right. Hey, Rich must we'll be giving keep them, saying that. Rich must be giving them some of Brian money or something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Must be giving them some of Dale's money. But uh, <laughs> but what Ben doesn't get, this is why fans have turned on him. He's not saying it's on me. I need to do better. He's blaming everyone else. No one cares if you miss the shot. Take the damn shot. <laughs> you know, you can because that's why the reason because we know you can't shoot, so we can't get mad at you for missing. Just take but it. You gotta, but you gotta not be kitty cat about it. Yeah. Because the reason Philly fans love AI, yeah, AI didn't bring home a chip, but he gave it all he had. And that's as a fan base, all you get asked for is hey, he gave it all you had. And uh, if he didn't win, the better team it. won. And you know when we were in our prime AI years, you know what I'm saying. We, we we ran up against the Monstars out in L.A. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if saying. AI would have beat them, like, come on. AI would have never had to walk on the concrete in Philadelphia again if they would have beat them. Exactly. Like, every time he step off an airplane into Philly, like, people are going to be there to carry him wherever <laughs> he needs to go. <laughs> that, and that was the only game the Lakers lost of that playoff, too. Only one. <laughs> you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, but people could live when you gave it all you had. And Ben, the problem with him is he just doesn't give a damn. And 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 who's who? Who are they gonna trade him to? Because I don't blame Philly. I'm not just giving you a fifty cents on a dollar. I could hold down another year for Dame Lillard. If you don't want to play, go home. You ain't getting paid. You don't show the training camp. You get fined each day. And he got four years left on his deal. Where if he, he gonna go? If he's if it's true though that he is willing to go anywhere, then. Of course, that helps him in his situation of getting out, but that also helps the Sixers, though, because now you can start looking at, you Minnesota, know, maybe some, well, some, 
Yeah, you can start looking at some good young players now, some, some yeah. younger dudes, because you figure, like, all right, he wants to go. We got to get this form, but these type of dudes only play on these type of teams. Now you can look at everybody. So, you know, if we can find a trash team that got an up-and-coming superstar, like you said, maybe Anthony Edwards or somebody like that, then, then yeah, that's that, how Minnesota. I'm like, dude, I don't want Malik Beasley and D'Angelo Russell. If you ain't throwing an Anthony Edwards, I'm hanging up the phone. <laughs> you gonna keep it real. You, you, you got to play hardball with these, some of these guys, especially guys that many years left on the deal. We should try to trade Ben for Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Hey, I'd give it a shot. I, I, but, I would call him. I would definitely call him. Here's the crazy hey, man, part. What's up, man? We he know y'all ain't really want to pay him that money. Ben is very talented. If he went to Miami, Pat Riley would be off in his ass. That's not, <laughs> you know? yeah, that's, that's not even the question, man. Would a mentality change? And a, yep. and a you know a stronger you know just a stronger mentality. Ben Simmons could be top five player in the NBA. Could yep. be. Yep. But yep. Man, because, I mean, look at look at Giannis. Yep. Look at Giannis. Because you got Giannis. I said it. Giannis skill wise could could be considered trash compared to somebody like Ben. But Giannis wants it. Giannis mentality yep. Giannis is like all. I'm going to do what I'm going to do to hell with the criticism. I'm going to do stuff that y'all are going to get mad at me for even trying to do, but I'm going to ball hard. Lonzo Ball. I always bring up Lonzo Ball. He took so much crap, couldn't shoot a lick, but he worked his butt off. And, uh, you know, and the thing with the Ben, when I put $100 on the Sixers making the finals, I still hate Ben for that. Uh, <laughs> they had the size and athleticism to beat Milwaukee. Because you could put Ben on the, on like on Giannis to make him work, and then B cover that paint, and Dwight Howard yeah, off the bench. Size and athleticism to beat any team in the league. He's yeah, and they would have smoked Phoenix, and uh, you know, but it that it, see what Ben thought he wanted to be close to Hollywood, bruh. The Clippers ain't giving you Paul George, giving up Paul George. Uh, yeah. The Lakers ain't got nothing to give. The Warriors ain't got nothing to give because we don't know if Clay gonna be any good when he comes back after missing those years of two catastrophic injuries. You know, so we so you're stuck. Maybe if you kept your mouth, like just work behind the scenes, you know, have a powwow, and it may be able to hey, help you out because we've seen where like hey, if the guy was a good soldier, and they still <laughs> help him out. And, he definitely uh, don't care what, though. Because he, he's yep. still, after like three summers, still putting out videos of himself hooping at 24-hour fitness. Like, that makes it worse. He definitely don't care. Yeah. <laughs> because, because, first of all, even if you were doing that before, even if you did it the last two summers, you know how everybody feels about that now. Even if you were coming back. Like, come on, dog. Don't nobody want to see that unless you're going to do that, you know, at, at and again. 7 p.m. most nights. <laughs> In, yeah. in the Wells Fargo Center. Don't nobody want to see that, man. And he still puts that out. So yeah. Ben hey, definitely has a bit of I don't give a in him, but. <laughs> Some players don't care. And, uh, he wants to be a star and doesn't realize being that star player helps to be a star. But y'all talking about Cam Newton. And one, I don't know why Cam Newton so hesitant to take the vaccine he he cheated on his wife and had raw sex with a stranger and had a baby with her, but he's scared of the vaccine for some reason. 
But uh, <laughs> you know, they yeah. always kill me. <laughs> yeah, but see what I mean, Jim? Fans just talk all about your personal life. <laughs> Hey, hey, you, you ain't scared of that, but you're scared of a vaccine. And I ain't, I ain't heard no one catch the polio yet after getting the polio vaccine. You know, the anti-vax crowd never say anything about, well, I don't know about that polio vaccine. They don't say about that. But, but listen, man, it don't fit their narrative. Yeah. yeah it's bigger narratives. Cam Newton did this to himself. You know, politicized uh, the virus. He gets, he gave he gave the Patriots the opportunity to even look at Mac Jones, and if Cam Newton was still good, mind you, the guy never had back to back winning seasons, by the way, uh, you know. But if he was good and productive still, like a good player, they wouldn't have cut him, especially at that low number he was making. But he gave them a chance to look at Mac Jones more and get more snaps and reps and see how he commands things. So think about this. These guys are willing to so, – what, what, what these players don't get. Oh, I know Tom Brady backstage is using him as an example. If he didn't, the Bucks ain't cutting him. But if you're the third-string linebacker, you ain't vaccinated, you're a damn fool. Because Urban Myers told the truth. If we got to go down to the last couple of cuts, we got to choose the vaccinated guy over the unvaccinated guy. Because part of – like, y'all know this. In jobs, what do they say? Reliable transportation. Because you have to be reliable. We can rely on you. The starting quarterback needs to be vaccinated because you could take a season, you could mess up jobs that way, and you're gone maybe two weeks. And, you know, two weeks in the NFL is a lot. And so I, I can't get – I can't feel sorry for That's why you know I, the I rules. saw a, a Colts reporter trashing um, Carson Wentz. Because he was like, yeah. now I'm starting to see, you know, this selfishness that the Eagles were talking about, this and that, because he hasn't been vaccinated. And, you know, he was out on the protocol. So they were like, you know, any given week, you know, he could be out for, for any given time because he doesn't want to get yep. vaccinated. And he's the leader of the team. He's the most important player on the team. So he he's already, he was getting trashed by a coach reporter um, because of that. Um, Shannon, but at the same time, Shannon Colts, Sharp brought a good point, though. I think the Colts have uh, he was like vaccination rates in the league so far. But yeah, Shannon Sharp brought a good point. He said, "I'm vaccinated, but we'll look, say my money's good. But what about these hourly people here working on the set? Well, if I cause an outbreak and they missing money, losing losing checks, and because Carson Wentz money's good, but what about that second string center or the kicker, somebody like that who will miss a game check?" And that's where, you know, hey, if you don't like the rules, you can work somewhere else. And a lot of these companies are instituting that because even at a regular company, a couple of workers, what now? <laughs> you know, but I'm going to touch on Deshaun Watson real quick before I run. Yeah, hurry up. I hear all this. I like Deshaun, like Deshaun Watson is a good player, but how the hell are you top five, you 29 and 35 as a starter? Um, Watson has already gotten too much trouble for people touching on him. You better chill. Yeah, and, 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 and like <laughs> the Dolphins, right? The Dolphins, what? Why are we giving them a quarterback after six games? <laughs> you know, uh, nobody. But if Houston was going to trade Deshaun Watson, they should have traded him last off season when you knew what these teams were drafting at. 
it doesn't make sense to trade him now because you don't know how the draft order set up. And then those teams who trade for him, you got to deal with the Me Too movement. Deshaun Watson not going to play this year. Hell, he may not play ever again because he got criminal charges on him as well. Criminal investigated. So nobody's going to trade for him until they figure this stuff out. And then putting this stuff out, now you got to pull out a fire because you got a young quarterback who you kept pulling for Fitz Magic, and you still didn't make the playoffs anyway. Should have stuck with him through thick and thin. And now you got to rebuild that psyche. So why not, you know, I just think that Deshaun Watson's going to be in Houston. Houston should just send him home for the year because he ain't commissioned to go to spend him for the year because no one's going to trade for him right now because all this stuff going there, they don't know what's going on. You ain't giving up three first-round picks, and the guy may never, ever play for you. Hey. All right, man. What's, what's, before you leave, what's going to be the score of this Bama-Miami um, game? Oh, shit, man. You talking about 45, 40, hey, look about 45-17. 45-17. Hey, right. hey, hey, Jimmy. The, hey, Jimmy, the Miami Hurricanes going to become a tropical depression after Alabama get a hold of them. Hey, that means y'all going to cover. So, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know. You probably bet on y'all to cover y'all don't. So, I'm going to leave y'all alone. Hey, you know, Al, Al, hey, let's tell Fred. I know you're listening, Fred. Alabama fans, not only we worry about winning, we get more bad they don't cover. So we got to cover. I took them at 17 and a half, by the way. So, Fred, we'll see you Monday. It's a quick, a quick ignore my um, messages, Fred. I see you out there. Hey, y'all have a good one, man. <laughs> All right, man. Peace. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> No, they be talking so much trash to each other. And when they do talk on social media, I just be reading the conversation. Neither one of them listen to the other one. Like, they be saying, yeah. they be, like, responding to stuff that they think the other person might be saying or wants to say just being a homer. I'm like, yo, y'all don't even listen to each other half the time. <laughs> like, like, one one dude would have given the other one props on something, but... He's still talking greasy to him about that same topic. I'm like, yo, he already said it, but either way, man. All right, so we'll see how that game turns out for these dudes. Ho- hopefully we can have a, a epic trash uh, session next week. Um, but before Jimmy tells us what's going on, what happened this week while y'all were on the grind, just want to let y'all know if y'all want to call in and speak with us about any of today's topics, you can dial the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline at 323 323- Four one zero 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 one two. Press one when prompted. But if you're already listening from your phone, press one if you want to talk. You can also join us in the By the Hood chat room, where Skyview and Neil are holding it down like they do every week. Um, that's brought to you by By the Hood University. If you've always wanted to learn about how to make your money work for you in real estate, stock market, precious metals, cryptocurrency, uh, NFTs, whatever. Everything financial, and then it's time to go back to school, and it's time to enroll at Bodyhood University. We want all of our supporters to create wealth and leave a legacy, so Warroom Sports has partnered with Bodyhood University to help get you started on your journey of learning to invest in possible financial freedom. So go to our website, click on the Bodyhood logo at the bottom of our homepage, or on our Sponsors and Partners page to get started. Use the promo code WRS, all caps, to receive 15% off every course on the Bodyhood site. It's not too late to secure your financial legacy, so do it now. Jim, what happened this week? Yes, sir. They was on the Grizz Nye. Shout out to and Scrappy and Safari. Both acting like dicks right now to their wives. <laughs> oh. Yo, yo, what's wrong with Safari? 
Yo, we're going to talk I'm, about that another time. But yo, yeah, my, my, my dumb young boy about to get hands put on him. He acting stupid. Yo, what is wrong with that dude, man? Like, his mom couldn't even straighten him out. But anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, my bad. And speaking of ratchet want... reality, man, we just want to give a rest in peace shout out to Greg Leach. Oh, man. Husband of Legend, Nene Leach from Lee. Real Housewives of Atlanta. He lost his battle with colon cancer at the age of 66, man. Shout out to Greg Leach, man. He put up with a lot of trash over the past decade. Yo, <laughs> yo, me and Dev about to start a whole new show. We about to leave sports and do reality TV. Ratchet reality TV. But yo, <laughs> yo, Ratchet Reality TV and Big Brother. But yo, um, <laughs> with that being said, Why You On The Ground is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. If you or your business need a custom website, please go to digitalextremetech.com. Stop using Wix sites. You got to chill on that. Digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203 and say, yo, I heard it in the war room and get you that discount that you're looking for. We still need that OnlyFans crowd because, as y'all know, man, they could turn on y'all at any minute now. So come get that site. Any minute, any. Make sure you back up all the content. You understand when you particularly get number. Just back up all your content because you never know. But anyway, with that being said, uh, Grizz Naive, man, listen to this ESPN story, yo. It's insane. They got catfished into airing a fake high school football team, man. How do you get you know catfished? Shout out to all the graduates of Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> Yo, yo, the Bishop Sycamore jokes have been off the hook this week, man. The, the staff of their school, man, they they had Umar yeah. as the as the as the, the, the headmaster at the school. They had Rachel Dozel as like the guidance counselor or something. Yo, they had Tommy from Martin having a job there. Yo. Bishop Sycamore is crazy. So if y'all haven't heard this story, um, ESPN aired a high school football game between the aforementioned Bishop Sycamore and uh, <laughs> um, IMG Academy. IMG Academy. We all know IMG Academy down in Florida. Shout out to them. As a matter of fact, uh, one of my youngins just uh, got dropped off there, baseball prospect, uh, Kerry Herndon Brown. Watch out for that name. Uh, he's doing his senior year down at IMG Academy um, playing with the baseball team. So IMG Academy football team, one of the best high school teams in the nation. So they're playing this Bishop Sycamore team. Um, and during the broadcast, you start hearing the the commentators say, like, yeah, we were told by the coach of this team that they have several Division One prospects, but we haven't been able to – confirm any of that then they started saying other things where you know things that started to sound a little suspect so after this game which this team bishop sycamore lost 56 to nothing even though they were playing with people who (laughs) they said were 20 and maybe a couple of dudes 30 years old got ran by this high school powerhouse people started to do some research into this team First thing they found out is that their coach uh, has an arrest warrant out for him in Delaware and Ohio. His name is Leroy Johnson. Um, He's been ordered by Franklin County judge to attend trial for failing to pay a back ordered. I'm sorry, to pay a hundred thousand dollar loan from first merchants bank back in 2018. When you see stuff like that, Jim, I wonder if that loan had anything to do with staging a fake high school and making a fake, um, Mm-hmm. football team like you think that that might have went into like equipment and and all that kind of stuff he also 
when he first put the, the, the program together, he, he took the team to a paintball thing as a bonding event. So they used over 20,000 paintballs, four hours of staff time, and racked up a bill over $1,000, and this bill was never paid. They said when it was time to pony up the cash, he offered up a credit card, but when they tried to run the card, it was useless. They didn't even say it got declined. They just said it was useless. Like, was the card just fake? So the school, the address, there's been two addresses floating around for the school. One address, someone looked that up, it looked like a duplex somewhere in Ohio. It just looked like a duplex. Yo. The next address that they have listed was for the Franklin University Library in, in Ohio somewhere. So it was like this was a total caffeine. Like they made up a school, made up a program, and got far enough to play a national powerhouse on ESPN, nationally televised. Like how do you, how does how does this get past the powers that be? Because ESPN is trying to blame it on Paragon Marketing Group. That's the people that scheduled the game. Um, Paragon stated that Bishop Sycamore claimed to be an online school, making confirmation of their roster very difficult. Then they said the roster that they were given prior to this game was nowhere close to the names of the people who actually played in the game. So Paragon, (laughs) who's been working with ESPN for a very long time, getting thrown under the bus right now um, by ESPN. But you got to do due diligence, man. Paragon and ESPN. How does this happen, Jim? (laughs) How do you get nothing school? We're going to get an amazing untold or 30 for 30 out of this. Yes. I started thinking when I saw this, that ESPN is like staging their own stuff to get 30 for 30. They're like creating content in front of our face. Because they, the, they see the competition coming. <laughs> they need some yeah, stuff. now they're going to create their own content. Like, they think they split. This is like a Matrix moment. But this is well, hilarious. So, and ESPN and, uh, have worked together to schedule games for over 20 years. <laughs> they're about to lose Yo, their content because somebody's strong. <laughs> Yeah. How do you get that? Yeah, cat fish by whole society, Yeah, this is this is we live in a this is society. this is some Axel Foley level scammage. Like, like this is, <laughs> yo, this is staying at a crib that's being you know worked on by construction people because you said you were the Beverly Hills building inspector and the plans were off. <laughs> like, come on, man, this is yeah, you catfished. The worldwide leader got nationally televised on their network with 20 and 30 year old football players getting washed by high school dudes trying to live out your dreams. They said a lot of their players were just like failed Juco dudes. <laughs> Yo. That's amazing. Right, it's an amazing story. I can't wait for the doc. I can't wait for the doc because you can make a doc out of anything, man. Like, you know, the doc is going to start like every doc starts with the crack era. And somehow works right. its way in the bishop. And the, and the same stock footage of the crack era. The same five dudes laying face down on the ground with the cops. Man, you can watch a yo, you can watch a doc about an audible bill and it's somehow gonna we'll start with the crack area. Anyway, um eighties with the rise yo, of crack um, cocaine in inner cities. What? <laughs> yo Adele Adele, uh you know, the songstress Adele, um the diva, the legend, was reportedly spotted crying in a full-on fight with her uh, new boyfriend, Rich Paul, at a restaurant. Like, she fed up with Rich Paul just like all these NBA teams or what? 
Um, I got a speculation. Rich Paul probably at dinner broke the news to her that he was also going to force her inclusion in the Ben Simmons trade, and she was probably devastated about that. So <laughs> shout out to Adele. I hope everything works out for you. But Rich Paul, that dude, like, come on, man. Rich Paul was like some dude, like, trying to talk to LeBron in the airport because he was trying to sell him throwback jerseys. And now you out here got, like, multi-platinum, multi-million dollar artists in restaurants crying over you, and and you telling clients in the biggest basketball league in the in, in the world what they going to do <laughs> to suit your agenda. Yo, his his yeah. blow up, his ascension, <laughs> his his charge, yo. You got to give him props, man. You got to give him Listen, props. Boy got a Dell out in the restaurant. Like he was just some Adele dirty young boy trying to sell LeBron jerseys. No, Adele released Rolling in the Deep in 2010-11, around that time. Around that time, Rich Paul was getting coffee for Leon Rose. This is before they even created an agency or did anything. Like, she was already, like, A-list back then. And now, like, his, yo, that's within a 10-year period. My man then went to heights that a lot of people have never seen before, man. So you got to. You gotta basically salute this young man. That's a ten-year run yeah. he had. That's did like you, unprecedented. Did you know that story though? Because they always talk about LeBron's people's, you know, being his 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 dudes from way back. Chris Paul, Rich Paul. Yeah, yeah, me. He, he was yeah, he wasn't like one of them. He was not yeah. like Math. He didn't grow up with Rich Paul. These dudes met at a gate, waiting for a flight. Yeah, <laughs> Le- yo, LeBron trying to sell him sports man, like, jerseys. <laughs> Yo, my man, and then he became he became his go-to guy. The boy was known for selling yep. throwback jerseys. Yep. And he was doing nothing but copying from Mitchell and S. So this was 2 So LeBron had to be like a senior in high school at the time. But, you know, he was already yeah. LeBron. So he went up and made himself a friend. LeBron was jocking the jersey that boy had on. He had on a, a authentic Houston Oilers that impressed yep. LeBron. He probably gave it to him at the, it was at a the warm, gate. It was a warm moon, John. Mm-hmm. Yo. I heard the whole story, man. It's crazy, but you know, it, his that yo that run he had, man. Now he David Fall. became Brown, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, listen, man, that's Yay. an American story, right there. Man. Oh, you know, if if he was a young young uh, pale faced man, this, this, he would get like a, a movie made about his life. Mm-hmm. All right, but it's all good. It's an amazing. Brown and them own a production company, so he can get a movie made about his life. <laughs> this is absolutely true. Yo, LeBron, and, yo, LeBron and them are really running the Boston on the whole world, and a lot of people don't even realize it now because the one thing they've done, which is impressive, outside of all their portfolio holdings, the one thing that everybody else missed out on, that includes the Magics, the Michaels, and all the other uh, mobile athletes, they have their own media brand. So they can control the narrative of stories. They can put out their own stories. That's powerful. That's the one thing that nobody before them has ever had. You know, so, I mean – Salute to them. But uh, with that being said, though, man, Rich Paul, man, crazy 10-year run. You know, the Mets acting general manager, Zach Scott, was arrested for a DUI. What's going on over there, man? Yo, he got – this is the way they all happen these days, man. Um, He was arrested like 4.15 a.m. And, and, and 
suburban White Plains, New York. They found him asleep Why at the wheel. Yo, they found him asleep at the wheel of his SUV at a traffic light and determined he was intoxicated. He refused a breathalyzer test, and the rest is history. Yo, that's how everybody gets caught now. Like, it's no longer like you rarely hear. You know, he was swerving in and out of lanes, and he got pulled over. These dudes always fall asleep at the light, <laughs> and 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 that's where their story starts. Falling asleep at the light. Now, so this is their acting GM, show. 44 years old. Safe to say, he probably won't get the the permanent GM position after this. He's not even going on, you know, their their current road trip. So, um, yo, <laughs> Zach. Like, Dog, I hope she was worth it, because it got to be somewhere. You should be ashamed of yourself, the way you yourself. Had to bring JoJo out for ball. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, you know, sometimes, man, stories like this, man, it's to help me, man. So when you start to make stupid decisions, you just got to keep in mind that it ain't worth it. Because he's 44, which means he's a relatively young man in the grand scheme of things. Like you could, you you could have had another 20-year career um, in the front office and made all kinds of money and connections and championships. Like he might not get that opportunity now. Yeah. And over it some, was definitely over, over some got over some yams. Got it. Yo, I'm telling you, the yams are involved. But anyway, yeah, it is because um, that's the only reason he out there driving by himself. Like there's so many cars that like you don't even have to assume that these dudes are rich or anything to say that kind of stuff these days. The car services are now, it's not, it's not limos and, and, and big suburbans. You can get, get a, an yo, Uber you can get a or Uber a Lyft. And a Honda Civic, dog. Right. You, <laughs> you get an Uber or a Lyft and let one of your fans drive you around. Like, come on, man. Like, like uh, it's, it's yo, silly these even, days. Like, got no the XL John with a little minivan to pull up with something like that. Right. Come on, man. What we right. doing out here? Get the, get the, yeah, man, if you cheat, you know, get yourself an Uber pool, ride with some other people, you know, sign some autographs yeah. or something, but you drawing, man. Yo. And Skyview said the NBA is going to succeed at requiring college degree to become an agent, thanks to Rich Paul. <laughs> no, they, they Listen, definitely going to fight. They don't like, they don't like the little black dude holding all this power. Listen, man, we talked about documentaries starting with the crack era, so I want to see if this documentary starts with the crack era, man. Dennis Rodman has a documentary coming out about his 48 hours in Vegas. Um, and we, no. Anybody saw the last chance? No, they said it's going to be a feature film. They're going to make a movie out of this bit. documentary. Yeah, they said it's going to be a feature make film, a film by Lionsgate. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I thought this was—I thought they were making a documentary. Like, when I, I, I heard—I heard the story, and I just assumed it was a documentary. They're gonna make a. Yo, this is this now. It sounds stupid. <laughs> like, who's gonna play Dennis Rodman? That—that's the—that's that, yo. That was the first thing I was thinking. Like when they said feature film, I'm like, they better not mess this up with the actual actors. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna get that same boy to play Michael Jordan from that TV movie. <laughs> no, you got Hollywood. They gonna get they gonna get like Terrence Howard to play Mike, like like Dennis Rodman or something stupid like that. <laughs> I'm going to Vegas, man. <laughs> 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 I don't feel like balling this week, man. <laughs> come on, yo. <laughs> come on, cuz they can't do this, man. This makes it even funnier, yo, because this is funny to begin with. It's funny as a documentary. It's the fact that you can take 48 hours and make a whole doc, but this ain't even a doc. This is a feature film. Which makes this just more, yo, it gets more ridiculous every day, B. 
definitely does. Come yeah. on, cuz. Yeah, I got a wedding friendship that neither of them thought possible, but will end up solving both of their problems. Um, I don't know who they're talking about between Dennis and who. <laughs> Yo, this is ridiculous, man. Oh, they're talking about the, this is the, the problem, GM. Man. The GM of the team. <laughs> Assistant GM. Yeah, I ain't got nothing on this beef. Yo, 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 whatever you got, man, let it, yo, tell us. Oh, yeah. Is, I, I forgot that part of the story because, remember, they, they sent the assistant GM out there with him to kind of try to, you know, control him as much as he could. So they said that the mm-hmm. film is going to detail the relationship, a budding relationship between them two. Yeah, I'd rather just see a documentary because, I mean, I know this isn't the, the smartphone era because if it was, We'd have had plenty of footage of that because everybody he walked by would have recorded them and we could have spliced something together in the editing lab. But, you know, I'm not saying I'm I'm definitely going to be interested. I'm definitely going to watch. But I'm with you. I think a documentary would have been way more interesting. But we'll see. We'll see what kind of liberties they take (laughs) with with, with Dennis and this whole story. And plus, Dennis is a known embellisher. So they let him sit down and give them stories for for the movie. It could be epic. So. We'll see, man. We'll see. Yo. <laughs> also, I just want to tell you real fast, before you tell us what happened um, today in sports history, that uh, the newest versus has been announced, and it's uh, John Rule versus Fat Joe. John Rule versus Fat Joe. So who is Shanti going to be with? We're going to bring out Shanti. Shanti going to make all the money tonight. He's going to stand in the middle and like, give me let that go. <laughs> wow. I guess they couldn't get 50 to do a Ja Rule versus without violence. Oh, that, would happening, never, so. that would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, this date in sports history, I know what it is. It's brought to you by Sports the Book. If you guys are tired of reading those same old sports books that's giving you the same old subjective information, not making you think, not making you laugh, making you bored, look, check out sports. Smart people only read the sports. Uh, it's a mixture of sports, hip-hop culture, and war room sports lingo that'll keep you on the edge of your seat, to keep you laughing like you're watching a comedy special. But it will make you think. It'll make you say, hmm. So just go to sportsthebook.com or get your copy from our website at warroomsports.com. Just don't miss the movement. September 2nd, 1960. I scoured and scoured and scoured, and nothing really special happened this day. <laughs> On any of the playing fields. So we're going to take it back to the birthday shout-outs. Pro Football Hall of Fame running back Eric Dickerson was born in Sealy, Texas on September 2nd, 1960. As you all know, he is the NFL single-season Russian record holder at 2105, 2,105 yards in one season. Um, happy 61st birthday to, to, to Eric Dickerson, man. Shout-out to, to, to the homie. I remember he used to watch Eric Dickerson run. I used to always notice how he used to run, like, straight up. A lot of running backs like to get low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eric Dickerson would come through the hole running straight up and not get touched. Yo, it's funny, just... though. <laughs> he's one of the dudes back in the day when we was young boys. Cats would try to emulate him. They used to try to wear the goggles. Right. Like, they didn't need him. Um, and they used to try right. to run straight up. Like, oh, he had, oh, he had nothing wrong with your eyes. <laughs> you got on the goggles. They used to imitate his uh, – he had that, 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 that face mask that everybody wanted, too. He had that robot joint. <laughs> yeah, how influential, like, cat says. I've seen dudes, like, try to yeah, wear goggles and do sky hooks because they wanted to be ring. 
Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Then when AI came through, everybody started wearing, like, all kinds of, like, arm sleeves and, and you know what I mean, braiding their hair and all up. kinds of crazy things. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it was yeah, different because so, AI was, you know, he was hip-hop. Because, you know, Dennis Rodman had already tatted his whole body up, but it wasn't cool. Yeah. For Dennis, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> you needed somebody that yeah, was man. relatable to you. Dennis Rodman. Culture, culture, culture. No Dennis, right. Dennis Rodman wasn't part of our culture, man. He was yeah. part of some other culture, man. AI was part of the culture. The most All right, so we like to give a war room happy birthday salute to the legend on this historical moment, the moment of his birth. Let's get up out of here. Yes, sir. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room on Facebook, Twitter, or the group chat, and all the calls we called in and chop it up with. We appreciate it. Those we can get to, we apologize. But hook out, God, do their thing on Big Brother. Tune in next week live right here on demand as we catch you up on all the going on in the world of sports. So until then, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy whatever sporting event you're watching this week. Stay safe in these streets. And we'll see you right back here next time. Be sure to catch our conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as our blogs, webcasts, and network podcasts on warroomsports.com. That is the hub. Also, make sure to pick up a copy of my book at sportsthebook.com or warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chumps on top. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.